then it's okay to talk about a podcast. This will be a quite long episode because we're going to be going through chapters. Yes, I'm doing chapters now. The first chapter is pretty privilege. The second chapter is body insecurities. And the third one, my favorite, skin dilemmas. Baby, let's do this again. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, as someone who has been struggling with my skin for a long period of time, I just it's just a very casual thing for me to talk about it. Even though sometimes it's, it's still very triggering. So first of all, let's talk about um, pretty privilege. So this is one of the cause of my panic attack last week. What was it? I can't really tell you specifically because it's very personal. But I would say that as you guys know, everyone knows, there is that sense of like, okay, this person is pretty. Oh, this person is not as pretty as this person because this person fits the pretty um, the beauty standards of society. And how do we measure beauty standards in general? I have no idea because I think in every continent or even every country, there's like that beauty standard. I really don't like that because I believe that everyone is pretty with her own type of pretty, you know? I, I love how beautiful we all are. And this beauty standard really restricts us on how we define beauty. Like a few weeks ago, there was like this drama that's happening in social media. It was an Indonesian pop star who uploaded a picture of her bare face to social media. And people, oh my God, people just started roasting her because they thought that she's prettier. Also, not only being pretty, but also, oh my God, I thought this is not happening anymore, but people are shocked because they thought that this person has a more lighter skin. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so 2013. Like this is like 2022. We're still talking about that now. Oh my God, it's so... As a fellow female myself, I'm like, I can't believe this is still happening in the modern society. Like, globalization is happening. People are thinking more, I mean, more globally. There is the term of global citizen for some reason. And you guys are still talking about how light her skin is, how dark her skin is. It doesn't make any sense. But... Other than skin tone, I also want to talk about you know, the face structure. Like beauty standards are different for every country. So for example, in Japan, if you have like a small face and small body, you're deemed to be pretty. Something like that. And being in Japan for two years, it really fucked up my mental state, especially my confidence. Because obviously, I don't really fit the beauty standards of Japanese people. I don't have a light skin. I don't have like a petite body. I don't have like a small face and small body. I, I, I don't know what I am. But that really fucked up my mindset of beauty. Especially also, especially, I, I listen to K-pop. <laughs> I listen to K-pop um, every day. 
It's one of my favorite music genres, and it's I, I'm proud to say that I like K-pop. But sometimes there are just oh god, female K-pop idols are judged more than male K-pop idols just because of the way that they look, their face, their weight. Oh god, it's such a cruel world, and being here, the reason why I want to talk about this is because I had like a minor panic attack last week. I didn't want to talk about it, but this podcast, it's called Let's Talk About It. Uh, I think it's a safe platform where I could just express all of my deepest, darkest fear. And as I talk about it, I hope it could also help people who are also struggling with the same thing. So I realize myself that I am not that pretty. I don't really fit that beauty standard that people always praise upon. On I'm, I can't be a model. I don't have the body shape that's like to be a model. I don't have the face for that. I Sometimes I struggle every day to wake up and see myself in a mirror. Some, that's something that I've been struggling a lot. And growing up, you know, if you're surrounded by people who really cared about you, they always say, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you look pretty. Um, you look pretty with the stress. Oh, you're so pretty and stuff. And you kind of accept that, okay, I am pretty. <laughs> but as you grow up, you kind of see and also be more critical on how you look. Because when I was in high school, I was like, wait a minute, why are those girls more popular? Why does boys want to be around them or even girls want to be around them? I'm like, um, okay, maybe it's just their personality. I'm not sure. But it's a really hard truth to accept that it's actually their looks. I had this really deep conversation with my bestie. Her name is Erin. She's also doing exchange in the Netherlands. She was actually in this podcast. She was in an episode called um, From Japan and the Next Europe or something. She was there. And we were talking about our student exchange struggles and applying to this exchange program and etc. If you want to watch that, please go ahead. But basically, we had like this three hours long conversation and she asked me, like, if you can choose between being pretty forever or being smart forever, which one would you choose? And we actually came to the conclusion where logically you will choose being smart forever. Because if you're smart, you, you're just smart, you know? People will like you because you're smart. But emotionally, we chose to be pretty forever because i think there is the term of pretty privilege sometimes we always see people who are prettier than us and they just get the opportunities that they want even though maybe they don't really try that hard maybe they do but we don't know if they're pretty there's that speculation of like oh they don't really try that hard even though maybe they do but we just don't see it you know we underestimate them and she actually made a really interesting conclusion that people who are pretty, sometimes they don't really have personalities. I, I, when she mentioned that, it just reminds me of this famous celebrity 
I think you guys know her. Um, her name is Gigi Hadid. She was very pretty, a very popular model. She modeled for a lot of fashion brands. And she was uh, opening up about her wounds of like being pretty. And people don't really see her as Gigi, but people just see her as Gigi Hadid. And there was this popular Netflix series. This is not sponsored by Netflix, but I just want to mention this series if you guys are interested to it. It's called Never Have I Ever, and one of the episodes, Gigi narrated the episode, and the episode's story is based on her childhood trauma of being pretty, and people always see her looks first and personality second. And she, it was a very interesting perspective because I, I've never, ever thought of the perspective of you know people who are really pretty and they just like have everything that they want and everything because i always see beauty from my perspective because i know that i don't fit the beauty standard i'm not satisfied with my looks i don't feel confident it's not my selling point but for her it's like it's her selling point but she doesn't really want it from the beginning you know so it's it's a very interesting perspective so about my panic attack that happened, I actually went to my social media accounts, just like usual, it's a usual day, and I opened someone's Instagram account, and they posted a picture of themselves. Um, I think this is something that a lot of people relate to, because I have this specific person, I'm not even close with them. Like, they're one of my mutuals, but I still interact with them. Well, not daily, but sometimes. And as I saw that picture, my confidence level just dropped significantly. I was panicking, trembling, everything. I mean, I won't say that their account is toxic. I don't think it's toxic. It's just their account. They post a lot of pictures of themselves because they are pretty and it they fit the beauty standard that people perceive especially in asia and it's it really hurts me more because i know that person before they went on a glow up or whatever that phrase mean i don't really like that definition but it's it's really it really hurts me deep down because i know that person before and i know what they went through and seeing them thriving owning themselves having more opportunities even though maybe they didn't really work that hard to achieve it they can just apply and they and they'll get it the first time around that's really hard because i i don't know how to see myself from that perspective maybe it's also like myself comparing them i i just wish that oh, why can't i be as pretty as them why can't i be as popular as them why am i like this why is my presence i have why am i born like this i i shouldn't be saying that but those words just came out naturally when you when you're in your deepest darkest place and i think none of this will happen if beauty standards does not exist 
because I believe everyone is beautiful in their own rights and people should be praising everyone, should be complimenting everyone that, hey, you are pretty. Hey, you're really pretty today. Or just those small words, small encouragements that you can use to lighten up people's day. That's um this chapter. So we're going to go to the next chapter now. It's about body insecurities. Mm-mm. This is related to the first chapter, obviously, because body insecurities have something to do with beauty. People throughout history always see people who are slim, who are fit to fit that beauty standard of society. Again, when I have panic, this panic attack, I was very insecure because this person, they have a very small face and a small body and they just fit that beauty standard. Even though the most fucked up thing is, is that they don't even exercise. They're just naturally born that way. Their genes, yeah, I hate that so much because like I know myself if I eat too much, I'll gain weight. If I eat less, I'll lose weight. You know, it, it's a very natural thing. And it took me a long time to accept my body, my weight, how I look. Because obviously, everyone's different. You can't just be thin the rest of your life. You can't be overweight for the rest of your life. It, your weight fluctuates every time according to age. I know like if you're like obese, obviously, it's really dangerous for your health. So you should lose a few pounds. But that's just, that's normal. You know, it's okay. But I don't know why. I don't know how to put it in words because I'm just very stressed out right now. I don't know why I'm talking about this topic right now. Do I have body insecurities? Yes, I do. I have stretch marks. I don't know my body type is. Obviously, it's not the hourglass. It's the most classic body type. It's like idolized by every woman in the whole world. But... I, I kind of grew to love myself more because there are a lot of body positivity influencers that's just popping up in my feed, popping up in my TikTok, my Instagram, everywhere. And that really helped because without them, I don't think I'll be confident as myself. And <laughs> last night I was just watching like an interview of uh, Heidi Klum. And her daughter, what I love about them is that they're pretty and they're humble. But overall, it's really hard to maintain a certain weight. There are like a ton of ways to lose weight or even gain weight. And I met some people around me who count their calories when they're eating. I... I I tried doing it for a few days and I just stopped because it was so frustrating mentally because you have to make sure that calories are right. And there's like this app that helps you to count the food calories. It's it's toxic. Like you it's it's just really toxic. I don't understand why people do it in the first place. When during COVID-19, when I was in a lockdown, I was like Okay, I have the time. I could just exercise more. Maybe I can, quote unquote, do a diet. And I did lose a couple of kilograms or pounds, whatever you use. And I was confident of myself. It's really weird. But 
in Japan, I kind of gained a bit of a weight and my skin breaks out a bit. And then it's like, oh, my confidence just went down drastically. It was the hardest part of my life because I can't accept the way that I look because I have so high expectations of my body, but my body can do so much. I, I realized that it's a really hard thing to accept that I am limited. I can't be something that I always wanted myself to be because to do that, I, I need like to do surgery or just, you know, do some stuff. <laughs> and I don't really like that. It's really fucked up. And that's why I have a Spotify playlist called um, main character vibes and that really encourages me to just own myself just be myself be confident especially when you're walking to class and just like i'm the bad bitch i am gonna be ruling the world uh please see me i am the main character i am the stage presence it's funny how it took me some time to be in that position to accept that hey I can also be the main character of my life, you know. All right, top, top, top. Let's talk about the next chapter. <laughs> the next chapter, we're going to be talking about skin dilemmas, skin insecurities. Again, I have sensitive skin. Here we go again. Lately, I have been following a lot of acne positive influencers in Instagram and they actually post really good content about like loving your skin, loving your acne, because acne is a, such a long ride. You can't just have your face be cleared up the next day because it's a long ride. I remember when I first have acne, I was like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> why me? From all of the people in the entire world, why me? I mean, I don't want other people to experience it too, obviously, but why me? Like, it could be not me, <laughs> but I just have to suck it and deal with my life. And I was, at some point, it went to the point where I just so scared of going to the dermatologist because I'm just so embarrassed of my skin. I don't know why I was like that. I was so embarrassed of my skin and... Being in Finland, I remember when I was uh, preparing myself to go to Finland, I was packing my suitcase and stuff. I was so scared I, because in Finland, you don't really wear masks. And in Japan, I can still cover or um, hide my acne because I wear face masks for COVID all the time. And, but in Finland, you don't wear mask at all. In Europe in general, you don't really mask at all. I remember when I was landing in Amsterdam, everyone, no one was wearing a, a mask. So I was like, oh shoot. Okay, I have to like camouflage and just be normal because if it's so weird because if you wear a mask, people would just look at you. So I'm like, okay, I'm just not gonna wear a mask. So I, I didn't wear a mask and it felt amazing. Like, I was just free because maybe it's because no one really know who I am. It's really nice because it's just me walking by myself in the airport. And I don't really get like, I don't know, comments or just 
anything about my skin and just felt so confident and I, I, I never thought I'll experience that feeling again because for one year I was very insecure of myself because of my skin I was so it was so hard for me to look at the person's eyes when I'm talking to them because of my skin because I don't want them to see my skin you know and I always like look down or just whenever walking I always like see the road or something but that was the first revelation of myself I'm like okay I think I can do this so I did when I went to Finland my skin did get better I don't know maybe it's like Finnish magic it's the air it's the water whatever I was so happy because I never thought I'll be able to experience this again. However, it, my skin still breaks out here and there, but it's not as aggressive as it was for some reason. I, I always thought that, oh, maybe it's my, my it's just my hormones or something. But obviously, it does hinder my capacity to interact with guys because of my acne, because of my skin. I think it's really hard to be close to someone because if you're not confident with yourself, how can you be close with someone? You know, that's what I told myself when I was in Japan. And in Finland, I gained like this, a bit of confidence. So I kind of approach people more, which is really nice. And I always appreciate the people approach me back. Maybe that means that they really are interested to talk to me or just to like, hang out with me and be my friend I really appreciate that so uh, my skin I still have a very complicated skincare I brought like medicines I brought like um, creams and stuff that's why like every time if people be like hey do you want to eat dinner and if I just finish my skincare I'm like I don't know let me just see <laughs> you know and so it's really hard for me to like stay over in, in someone's place because I need to do my skincare like it's it's such a crucial part of my life because if I don't I'll just feel disgusted of myself it's so weird I shouldn't be I just shouldn't be depending on skincare too much but it's really nice it's also really relaxing you know I just massage my face I just lie down and I know um, watch Netflix it's so nice to be with yourself especially after you finish your skincare yeah I'm not saying that everyone have to do skincare but I do I do recommend everyone to do skincare because it's very relaxing and it's it's actually not that bad <laughs> but yeah um those are the chapters for today's episode. I'm still pushing to have an episode with a lot of people. I'm actually asking some people to be in my episode. But yeah, that, that's basically today's episode. I am so thankful for everyone who has been listening ever since summer. This podcast has been going on since summer. So I hope um, this podcast can be an inspirational, a motivational, even though most of the times I just talk about my struggles, I know. But I'm, I really appreciate people when they say, oh, I listened to your podcast. Oh, I followed your Instagram at itsokay.daily. If you guys want to follow our Instagram, please, we upload daily. And 
I'm just really grateful with people around me. So yeah, um, that's all for today's episode. Uh, Sending you lots of love and I'll see you soon. Bye.